All right, time now for All Things Gators, All Things Orange and Blue. Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. What's up, Hick? Oh, we're doing well. Thank you, Southeast Orthopedic Specialist, the best in the business. Visit sc-ortho.com for all your orthopedic needs. Frank, and away we go. Baseball, you want to start there? The Gators are in the SEC tournament. Played much better down the stretch, albeit against lesser competition. At the time of this recording, open up against South Carolina in a game that they should win. Took two out of three from the Gamecocks over the weekend. Uh, What are your thoughts about Florida baseball going forward? Yeah, won 10 of the last 12. They're playing really well. Mm -hmm. Um, They've got some – Wyatt Langford, the guy that nobody knew much about, kind of a backup catcher from Trenton once upon a time, might be their best player right now. He runs, he hits, he's a really good left fielder. He's got 21 home runs. Uh, you know this for the How first time. How was he not this- all SEC, by the way, by the coaches? Wyatt Langford could have been SEC. Uh, again, I'm not an expert in SEC yeah. baseball, so maybe somebody had an unbelievable year. But Wyatt Langford certainly should be a SEC player of the year finalist, shouldn't he? If you're, if you're a player of the year, if you're in the player of the year conversation, which I'm sure he is, yeah. you got to at least be on the first team. Second team. I know. So, by the way, first time in school history, and I know you know this, Dan, mm-hmm. first time in school history, two guys have hit 20 home runs in the same year. It's hard yeah. to believe. Yeah. That 98 team with Brad Wilkerson and Casey Smith and Hazard and all those guys. But it's, And then all the guys, the guys that played with Laporta, the guys that played with Alonzo, yeah. never had two guys do it. So, that's a pretty special year offensively. So, no, again, we're recording this before the game. Right. It's a one, the two o'clock game today. That, that comes after this recording is a one-and-done game. Right. If you win that game, then you get into the double elimination. Right. But they, they've won 10 out of 12. They're playing better. They've played their way, obviously, into the NCAA tournament. Correct. They've played their way into, I think, probably a two-seed in a regional, right. which means you're one of the top 32 teams. Yes. And and I wonder if they is there if they if they make a run in the tournament, can they still get a regional, or is that out of the question, you think? I think it's Probably not going to happen. I know that they have a very strong RPI. I know there's a lot of positives about the way they're playing and such, but uh, you know, I I would be hard pressed to imagine them. Host, I would think they'd have to go out and at least get to maybe if they got to the championship game, Frank. Yeah, champ, yeah, you know? it would probably take that to get yeah. one. But I've, we keep seeing them mocked either to Coral Gables or or Hattiesburg. I'll tell you yeah. what I told you last time we yeah, did you this. want Gables, right? Yeah, no, I want Hattiesburg. Okay, all right. Because I think I've told you this before. The when when you're in when you're in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, you don't mm-hmm. want to see Florida come calling. You don't yeah. want to see the logo, the uniform. Miami <laughs> might not be great, but they're not afraid of Florida. No, the, those teams in Mississippi and Arkansas and Oklahoma, other than the schools, the the conference schools, mm-hmm. those other schools in those areas don't want to see Florida come. That, yeah, that, that's almost we said this like it's almost like having a basketball tournament in North Carolina shows up, even if they're having an off year, you don't want to see that powder blue show up. That's and a good I point. Think Florida's that way in baseball, so I hope they go to Hattiesburg. But first things first, I hope they make a run through this tournament. If they Brandon Sprode has pitched very well, mm-hmm. Neely has pitched very well. Neely's been a very pleasant surprise. He really has. He's the Spruce Creek kid, I believe. Correct, and yeah. this Ryan Slater and. Obviously, some of these guys out of the book, Purnell, mm-hmm. uh, Philip Abner comes in now. He's like a lefty-on-lefty specialist. Comes in to get one batter. They're starting to pitch better. I'll tell you this, too. If Fabian can – Judd Fabian. If Jed Fabian can get going, because mm-hmm. he, fa- he looked like he found that a little bit last week. He yeah. really slumped. He, yeah. he was one for 27 at one point. He has some massive slumps. Yes, yes. But he's, <laughs> but he's explosive, man. Mm-hmm. And I'm just telling you, Dan, if he, if, if he gets going – the top four in that lineup, if it's Langford, Thompson, 
Jeb Fabian and Ryapel. If Fabian gets going, that four is as good as anybody's in the country, I, yeah. in the, including Tennessee or anybody else. Yeah. So if they can get that group, that, that's a real – get Fabian going and try and outscore some people. I think that's how they're, they're going to have to play. I love your positivity this morning, Frank. As long it's as we're positive. talking baseball. I'm a positive guy. Thank you. We should also shout out to uh, Coach Walton's softball ladies who were victorious yep. uh, in their regional and really waxed uh, whiskey there at the end. And now they'll go against three-seed, a very good team, Virginia Tech, who was really close to getting knocked off, which would have been really good. And look – there's a lot more parity in softball. As you look now, you'll you'll see that it's Oklahoma and everybody else, so it may not matter. But FSU is really good team, and they're out. Seven yeah, losses say, only this year, Frank. They're gone. And, and, and I'll say this too. And Bama's it, gone too. And it doesn't matter, Dan, how you're playing in in February. Okay, mm-hmm. it It was this was not a characteristically great season for Tim Walton. What matters is how you're playing in May and June. That's what right. matters. Right. And, uh, and and they seem to be playing pretty well. So I'm with you. I'm with you. I, li- I like kind of where they are. I like yeah. a lot. Yeah. So right. good stuff in, in baseball and softball and good luck uh, as they go. They go to Virginia Tech. Obviously, Virginia Tech's a three seed yep. and Florida was a 14 seed in softball. How, so some. How, how some about a hoop? Want to talk some hoop? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you should be excited, Frank. As the hoops guy, do you have a breaking news to tell us about with a well, it's not, signing? It's not, break, it's not breaking now. I think people no. know by now that Riley Kugel's going there, but he was a big time recruit. Yeah, Orlando kid, a six four six five kind of swingman type yeah. guy. It's a good Gotta get. Be a small forward, big. It is a good get. Mm-hmm. And you know, he missed the only guy they missed was obviously the Johnny Broom kid. Mm-hmm. They missed a couple. Of, they they went after. I, I was thinking, at least I read their name connected with a 6'10 center from Washington State and the 6'10 center from St. Bonaventure. Little size. Doesn't look, doesn't look like they're getting either one of those guys. Mm-hmm. But, but I, yeah, I, I think, listen, Castleton's going to be their, their center. Okay? Yeah. Kyle Lofton from St. Bonaventure is going to be their point guard. Yeah. Right? That, Bonham will be the backup, but he'll be the point guard. Mm-hmm. After that, there's a bunch of guys. Uh, Kowasi Reeves is going to be in the mix. Felder's going to be in the mix. Alex Fudge, the transfer from LSU, is going to be in the mix. Will Richard, the transfer from Belmont, is going to be in the mix. There's a bunch of guys, I think, uh-huh. that will make up that two through, you know what I mean, that two yeah. through four spot. Yeah. Uh, they'll be intrigued. One more big guy I would have been happy with, but uh, but they're going to be fun to watch. I think given when he got the job <laughs> Correct. and what he had to do, I think it'll be, I, if, if nothing else, it's very interesting to see what they've become. I would agree in, in in a lot of respects. I'm just more cautious because we did this last year at this time. I know. We were so geeked up about all these transfers. And I, I'm more excited really to see, I think, Felder and Jones in year two in the program. I I would be willing to bet you one of those guys takes off and becomes a big-time contributor to this basketball program. Now that they have a year of experience, they battle through injuries and such. I think one of those guys I'm looking forward to watching play. I, I, I don't get to – the transfers are great. I love the signing of the kid. I love right. getting a kid from in-state. I love beating out LSU and Georgia for the kid. So I think those are those are the things that Todd Golden needs to hang his hat on. But certainly, you know, again, we got a chance. You know, we're in position now. We got we got some players, and, and we'll see what they're able to do in the SEC. I'll say this about Felder and Jones. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them were as good at Florida as they were at BC and Correct. Penn State, respectively. Now, they both were hurt. Felder right. recently had a tweet that I'm finally healthy. I don't even know what all his injuries were. Obviously, Jones broke the broke a finger on the offhand, right. and he was a really good three-point shooter at Penn State and not so good at Florida. So, yeah, yeah I think between those two guys, the guys we mentioned, 
We'll see. Well, again, in fairness to all this, and you're right. One thing we learned from last year yeah. is there's you have no idea None. what the portal guys are going to be like. Right. You have no idea what they're – you don't know until they get there. But – but given the current circumstance in college basketball, Dan, they needed to get those guys. Right. That's, yeah. that's, when you get the job now, it's all you can do. Right. No choice. Right. You know, so, so we'll see. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, he's, his, the team is put together now. Again, I would have liked one more big guy, one more athletic big guy, but I, li- I like where they landed. So we'll see. What about football? Who are we recruiting? Anybody getting signed out there? Anybody well, we need to. We need to keep momentum train rolling. Okay, yeah. we got some things that have happened, but we need to keep it going and we need some we need some names. You know, we need some names to keep coming and and you know, we got some guys, you know, the IMG guy, the JUCO guy getting some size in there. We got the transfer from Arizona State. I like right. the receiver who had you know, a lot was made of and again, I I got to be honest, I didn't watch a ton of Arizona State last year. Emory's new place, by the way, right. uh, but all the receivers are left Emory. One went to FSU and a lot was made of that kid. Well, he had about eight catches last year. Right. The guy that came to Florida had 40 some catches last 41, year. 41. Yep. Yeah. Let so, him receiving. you know, so I, I'm excited about, uh, you know, not, not small six foot. I think, you know, slot guy runs hard after he catches it. I, I like it. It's good pickup, but they, yeah. you know, yeah. Napier I, said he was going to hit the portal hard and a lot of the portal is portaled up already. I think. Well, they missed a couple. Yeah. Uh, the, the biggest concern I have is I'm worried about their defensive front. And that's why I don't think they're very good. Gervon Dexter hopefully will be very good. I don't know what else is there. Yeah. But they had two defensive line transfers and they missed them. Uh, the, the Maryland guy went to Miami. Mm-hmm. The Arizona State guy went to Louisville. Right. So they wound up missing two defensive linemen that I'm really hoping they were getting. So that's, that concerns me as far as next year's team goes. Obviously – and Dan, you've said this a bunch, the good of the program or how good the program will be comes down to how, how many high school guys they get, not how many portal guys they get. Right. But, right. but for the here and now, the more portal guys, the better. So, so we'll see. I, Patience. I worry, Patience. I worry, yeah, that's right. I worry about the defensive front. That, that, that's yeah. the, because in college football, you got to have quarterback play and defensive line. And I don't know if they've got that, that that concerns me more than anything else. Well, you know, scared money don't make money and, Gators ain't scared when it comes to betting. And if you look at the Florida, Utah, uh, uh, odds line, you're yeah. uh, surprised to see, uh, what has transpired with Florida being a slight favorite. I, I mean, Utah should be favored to win that football game in my opinion, but, um, that will be a really interesting game. And it's one, somebody asked me this week, would you rather that game be at three 30 or at night? I love the atmosphere of night, but because it's Napier's first game, we got to swelter. We got to, we got to, you know, yeah. got to take that one on the chin as fans to help the boys get a W because I believe those Utah guys, if we get some good, hot Southern weather, they can melt in that stuff. That's a great point. I always think the home team has a great advantage at night because yeah. the crowds are just louder at night. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. If you're in Utah, there's not much humidity. That's all we have here is humidity. So <laughs> you're right about that. You talk about the odd. Let me tell you what's weird. Yeah. I've now seen that Florida's a point and a half favorite over Utah. Yeah. Who might win the Pac-12. Right. But then I also saw the over and under at Florida is six and a half. Six and a half. This? How about that? I mean, am I am I such a homer? I guess I am. I'd go over I'd go over that all day long. I would you? too, but I think you have to, I think, you know, they got to come on a number of they want you to bet. And then you also have to remember this is a team that did lose to Missouri last year and yeah, lost to, yeah. you know, South Carolina. I mean, so there's some challenges there for this Florida football team. Again, as far as the wins and losses, I think so much hinges on 
Anthony Richardson. If he is what Florida fans hope for six and a, over six and a half will be easy. Yeah, but yeah, if, well, if he gets right. nicked up, if he gets hurt, if he, he's not the guy that we thought he is, there might be some, there's going to be some issues in Gainesville now. One thing I do sense, and we talk about this almost every podcast, I think. Mm-hmm. One thing I do sense, Dan, is that what, what the whole reason Billy Napier, I say the whole reason, one of the primary reasons Billy Napier got hired is that the recruiting buzz, the, the, the visits, the making the final lists, I, that step, we've always said that that's step one. Right. There's three steps. Number one is get them interested. Right. Number two, get them to come. And number three, develop them. Well, it's got to start with number one, get them interested. I really do sense, even this far along, six months into his tenure, I do sense that the get them interested, get them on campus, make Florida part of the recruiting buzz. I think that part's happened. Yes. Now, now you're the one that says, and you're right, because you're the recruiting beat reporter for the podcast, by the way. So thank you so for I that trust title. Everything you say. Um, we got to start getting them committed now. Yes. I mean, but, but I think step one, I, I feel really good about that. I feel like anytime there's a good player in the yeah. state of Florida or in the yeah. region, when he lists his, his 10 finalists, five finalists, I get a hunch that logo is going to be on the tweet every time now. Don't you get that sense? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then going forward. And by the way, that has happened. You know, and one other small complaint about recruiting kids don't drop seven. If you want to drop five, right. I'm okay. I don't want any more drop sevens, Frank. I've seen tens. Yeah. We don't need tens, you know, (laughs) just drop your, in fact, three would be really nice. You know, drop three. Okay. Don't wait. Like it's clear. Speaking of recruits at Arch Manning, for example, Georgia, Texas, Alabama. There was talk of him coming to Florida, but sure seems like Georgia, Texas, and Bama. It's going to be one of those three. I think if you put three out there and there's three pretty good programs, you'll be okay. So drop three, five at most. No more dropping seven or tens, please, Frank. I, I'm I'm right with you. And so, but but most importantly, let's get a couple of those final. But I, but I like where they are recruiting-wise. Yeah. The, the building's getting built. The facilities slowly but surely. Now they got to redo the swamp in some areas, but slowly That's but next. surely. That's coming. You know, I, I th- but his Zach Tech Arena is now really nice. Yeah. The basketball f- practice facility has been nice. They upgraded, didn't rebuild, but upgraded the softball stadium. The baseball, baseball state of the art, one of the yeah. best in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, this football standalone is going to slowly but surely. I think the facilities are catching up too. And it'll make a difference. Yeah. And I'm it'll make a you, difference. And you've always said that to your yes. credit. You've always said that. But, yeah. but I'll tell you this, Dan. Mm-hmm. I now sense that that this is a, a turning point. I'm not sure what the phrasing is. Is it a turning point? Is it a, a new a new launch point? But young coaches are in place. The the basketball, men's basketball, women's basketball, football coaches are new. Yep. They're young. There's an energy. The facilities are, are new. They're young. There's an energy. It almost seems like a rebirth seems too dramatic. Yeah. Florida's done too much for too long to need a rebirth. But there is a there certainly is a polishing up of everything, isn't there? And I think this is kind of a starting point of all that together. Listen, I'm still picking up the pieces of a disappointing tennis year where <laughs> we got knocked out by UVA and I was I was excited about getting a t-shirt. And so I was looking for back to back, Frank. You are a t-shirt guy. You're, <laughs> yeah. you're quite the You win a natty, guy. we get t-shirts. I know that. Have I ever I gotten you a t-shirt? 
No, and when there's 44 natties, then I think I'm T-shirt free, which is not good. You'll get one so, on the next natty. Okay, XL. Ne- I'm an XL guy, and I'd yeah. love one. Thank you. Next very much. natty, you will get a T-shirt. Now, some of the T-shirts don't last particularly long, but nonetheless, sir, you wear them proudly. I, of course, have a tennis T-shirt from our natty I last week. I, I, I need. Do. I need a. I don't, know, I don't know if we're getting any more this year. Doesn't look. Yeah. You know, I'm not sure about those last two <laughs> sports, but we'll see. Uh, Dan, I, but I think we're in good shape. I think the program's in good shape. Yeah. I'm excited. We'll have, we, we will do the podcast every couple weeks now as we move forward. Yeah. But uh, it'll be fun to watch the baseball. The next next week, we're going to dive into the greatest Gator baseball player of all time. Do your homework on Pete Alonzo, an NL MVP candidate, please. I've, I've if you don't mind, I'd like, some, I'd like you to bring some insight into the uh, polar bear. <laughs> I've heard he's very good. I'll do uh, all that. He's got 11 and 40 and hit 286. I, I mean, he leads the league in homers and ribbies. I mean. He's going to be, he'll be the, he'll be, he's going to be by far the greatest skater ever. By far. If he's not already. I know. You'd think, I mean, he's, he's third all time in home runs at city field already. So he's already moving up the charts. (laughs) All right. All right, Frankie. All things Gators. Let's watch the baseball. All things Gators, all things orange and blue, Dan Hicken and Frank Frangie. Yeah. Go Gators. And thank you. Southeast orthopedic specialist, se-ortho.com for all your orthopedic needs in the Jacksonville area. Frank, you do yourself a favor and have a great week. You too. See you, buddy. All right.